Hello everyone, welcome to my podcast. So today I will continue talking about identity. Um, I'm not sure why this is like the topic for the season for me, but um, I've had major clashes with my identity over the years, so maybe that's why. For people who are close to me, you can testify that today I'm like this and tomorrow I'm kind of, <laughs> I don't know, sure, but... I mean, if you know me, you know I've had red hair, brown hair, blonde hair, black hair. Basically, I've had many personalities with um, the hair colors kind of guiding each phase in my life. Most times, I think I cut my hair when something major just happened. Oh, I'm about to, you know, go through something deep. So, um... I think we're all different, but yeah, that's what happens to me. Uh, There's been a conversation I've been having with my psychologist husband where we have, where we, where we agree that the man actually bestows identity on a child. So a father usually bestows identity on a child. And as a lot of people might want to argue I think this is true. I'm a mom and I understand where my nurturing, what my nurturing and my position in my children's lives entails. I can see how I handle it. I can see how my daughter responds to me. But I also know that the confidence that she has, I mean, I'm talking about my first daughter now, the confidence that she has is usually gotten from affirmative words given to her by her father and for me I think that that realization is something so key because oftentimes you might not want to admit the roles that we all play you know the roles of a man the roles of a father in um, children's lives but when it comes to identity I think a lot of men need to sit down and understand that that's their job, that's their role, beyond money, beyond um, being the head of home and you know calling the shots. There's a value that you're giving to generations after you, and that's confidence and that's identity. Um, I know a lot of people have fought over the years to allow the kids have the mother's name, I think that's another reason why it's not like that, you know, because really you get your identity from from the man. And I think this also, this also applies to our relationship with God. Um, you know how we find ourselves and we find ourselves when we connect with Christ, I don't know if anybody has been through that, but oftentimes you start to see yourself. When you start to see yourself the way God sees you, you start to value yourself because he values us. Um, The world most times undermines who we are, tries to devalue who we are, potentials, talk us down, give us millions of reasons to doubt who and what we're worth. But 
many, many times in the Bible and many, many times in situations, God comes through and shows that we're more than worth it. So for me, this period, I think um, in isolation, trying to figure these things out, you know, trying to understand where I stand, or not understand, but basically accept where I stand, you know, because if I've been placed highly, um, I've been placed highly by God, I am worth more than, you know, what I've placed on myself. So therefore, I have to accept it. I have to understand it. I have to value it to be able to live like that, you know. And I was telling a friend of mine yesterday about the prodigal son who basically wanted to live his life anyhow, you know. Ah, my father has money. Give me my money. Let me go enjoy myself. I'm a man, you know. I'm, I'm of age. I know what I'm doing, you know. And I'm sure the man just laughed. He said, okay, take half of your share, you know. And then the the Bible says that he went, squandered all his money on wild parties. I can imagine that, you know, had fun, partied, had so much money. And then when poverty struck, (laughs) when he spent his last money, he was like half. Because that was a life he didn't know. He didn't know how not to have, you know. He now went to look for work. I'm sure it was pride, like, eh, I can't go back and be begging my father. I beg, let me start small, small, you know. And then he settled because he had to settle for less. He had condemned himself based on his actions. And he settled. He settled to tend to pigs. And up until when he started craving the food that pigs eat, you know, I said, ah. Even the servants in my father's house are not this bad. Let me go back home and ask for that position. And that's where a lot of us usually are in our lives, where we condemn ourselves. You know, you make one wrong turn and you feel like, okay, I can't go back. And you just keep going. You just keep sinking. You just keep falling. And then accepting things that are beneath you. But then he was like, you know what, I'm going back home. Let me go back home. At least when at home, I will beg to be a servant. And the fact that he could understand that the people that served him were better than him in the position he was, he had found himself, was the first step to realization of how high he was before. And then he went back home. And of course, as a loving father, His father opened up his arms and welcomed him and reinstated him into his rightful position. And then guess what? The servants he wanted to be like served him still. So his position, who he was, never ever changed, even though he he tended to pigs when he was broke. (laughs) Even though he went for wild parties and acted like a (laughs) bastard. But you get me, you know, his position didn't change. Who he was did not change, you know. So I'm not, I I don't know, I think some people need to hear this. I need to hear this. No matter whatever situation you find yourself 
you feel like, oh yes, I've messed up. I can't go back. You can go back, you know. And then beyond going back, it's just always reminding yourself about who you are, what you are, how important you are, what you wouldn't settle for. Because if he had remembered, now the prodigal son, if he had remembered who he was and he had actualized and knew his potential, he would never have needed to go away. He could have thrown his wild parties and be independent where he was. But, you know, that lie that we tell ourselves that, hmm, where we are is not good enough. Oh, when if I, if only I can go to that side, you know, if I can go to that school, if I can have that job, if I can have one billion dollars, if only I married this guy, if only I had a Benz, if only, if only, if only. Things like that don't, don't, describe who we are it's not who we are we are ourselves what we are is deep inside and deep within us and it's far beyond anything anything physical so i don't know i'm just in that mind space and i'm sharing it with every one of you who cares to listen it's time to just just accept it your flaws and all you know, and then start to grow from there.